0: Welcome back, Business Casual business casual listeners. Thank you so, 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 so much for being a part of this podcast. Um, <clears throat> I come today with my countenance high, um, very joyous to my soul because the Lord has won the victory for me in many areas. The first one being my 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 truck. Um, As those who've been listening to the podcast for the past two or three shows, um, you're aware that my truck has just been really giving me and my family some issues. But um, today, really uh, earlier this week, um, this is also why the the, uh, podcast was a day late today. I found out what the major issue was in my truck. It was two cylinders that had burnt out. And instead of having to get a whole new engine or changing um, the fuel injector, I was able to just have to replace two cylinders. And my truck is in good good standards. Um, I pick it up tomorrow, Lord willing. Um, I just wanna give praise and thanks to God for really working that out because during that time, so many things run you run across your mind like you know why is this happening to me but if you really get in the word anytime something painful comes anytime suffering comes you realize that God is just testing and showing you who he really is and showing you who to really put your faith in and you can't put your faith in mechanics or people or diagnosis diagnosis that other people have you just have to put your faith in him that he's the creator god if he can heal somebody of cancer he can definitely fix a broken vehicle you know um and and I just I just wanted to say that to somebody cuz I know people are going through financial situations Especially right now this time of season around Christmas. It's so much stress and so much pain on people just trying to keep up with this pagan holiday, which is Christmas. You know, clearly, if you study the Bible, we understand that Jesus was born sometime in the summertime. And that Christmas is a pagan holiday created by the Egyptians and repackaged to us by the um, colon- the colonizers to allow us to go into materialism, to bring a false deity other than Jesus called Santa Claus into the, the eyes of the people and to pull praise from the father because most people's favorite holiday growing up was Christmas. And when we grow up as adults and we start to become the people that aren't getting the presents, we also now see the stress that our parents was, was under, the stress that our grandparents and friends and family running around trying to get these good um, presents. But truthfully, I would just rather have my family come together and be close But I know that children that are indoctrinated in this satanic holiday we call Christmas. We think it's a Christian um, holiday, but it's really not. I just come to say, you know what? If something's going on in your life and you got to pull back on them Christmas gifts, man, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. Don't run your credit card up. Don't do any of that foolishness. Trying to say, oh, I'm trying to make it better for my kids. I believe that is the biggest falsehood on earth. You being in your child's life every day, you preaching to them, praying for them, being a consistent person in their life is doing more for them than any toy or distraction. Really, when you buy them that new Xbox, PlayStation, new clothes all of that crap is is a distraction for the for the guys now here it is they got something to do when they at home other than their homework for the girls they got some new cute clothes that's attracting the boy that they don't even need to be dealing with in the first place so understand spiritually what christmas was really for It, it was to promote materialism to promote self centeredness because it's about what gift the kids is gonna be getting. And it's putting it's simultaneously putting stress and all types of unwanted feelings on the parents. Don't sound holy to me. Don't seem like that's what Jesus would be worrying about. To be honest with you, it don't seem that that does not seem like that's what God would care about when we when we remember him. You know, it's obvious that 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 holiday is absolutely satanic. I don't even put up a Christmas tree in my house, to be honest with you. I I just don't do it. Ever since me and my wife were married, we have never put up a Christmas tree in our home because that even goes back to paganism about. um, I don't even know how I got on all this, but I guess somebody need to hear it. So when you put a Christmas tree up in your house. That's worshipping nature. That's what witches do, and they just got you to practice witchcraft by dressing it up and saying that you put the presence under this tree. What's outside is not meant to be inside. It's an inverted thing. They're flipping uh, they're flipping spiritually what's supposed to be outside inside, calling what's up, down. And it's a reversal of the true roles. And do you remember that back in the day before the LED lights and different things, so many people would let these trees get um, good and dry. And instead of a blessing, that tree brought that, that family. They got a curse because they house caught on fire because the bulbs was too hot and burnt the daggone house down to the ground so in my opinion it's just absolute foolishness and please don't stress yourself out trying to worry about what you're gonna give your kids for christmas Yeah, so I'm going to get off that because I know that (laughs) I'm sure I'm upsetting a lot of good, good, good um, Christian folks who believe that they're following God by doing what the good old America, Freemasonry America has taught them to do. But um, whose true God is Lucifer, as 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 is being exposed in these last and evil days. But um go ahead, pray. Ask God to show you if what I'm saying is truthful or not. Research it for yourself. And um yeah, holler at me. So, the second beautiful thing I just want to talk about, I went to New York with my mother actually to um and I'm driving by the way. So please don't be thrown off by the audio or anything like that. So I went to New York to check on my coat because my um, my seamstress hit me and was like, "Yeah, so come try on the muslin." And for those who aren't aware of what a muslin is, it's a cutout of your. It's the it's the shape and the fit of the end product of your coat cut out of cotton or some type of cheap material just so when you put it on, you could make sure that your fit is perfect before they cut into the more expensive fibers that your uh, final product coat will be made out of. So so it wasn't something where I was like, alright, just send me some pictures, let me look at it like I had to actually go there and try it on and since I was going up there I was like all right I'm gonna uh just pop in and see my little brother for a little bit since he was back from London and just holler at him maybe even you know spend the night at his joint to make the the travel a little bit easy and so I told my mother I was going up there and she decided to tag along and we had a good little time we spent the night at my little brother's house which was very very interesting he has a beautiful place in jersey like 30 minutes outside the city and um he was just showing me how well he knew new york uh because he has to actually perform and this is how god worked he has he has to actually perform uh, do rehearsals in the same exact building that my seamstress is located in. So as I'm telling him, yo, where we got to go, he's like, wait a minute, that address sound mad familiar. He was like, I bet it's on the same block. And we walking up once we drive into the city and he like, it's in this building. And I'm like, yeah, he was like, dog. We do everything in this building. This is this building lit. And I'm like, man, look at God, man. I found the seamstress that is on the same vibe as my little brother. And anybody to know him know he into some real, real cool stuff in the, in the music industry and fashion and all of that. And so that 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 turned out being a blessing. And so when I got there. I'm talking to my seamstress and we're putting things together and it just really blew my mind that it took me so many years because I always wanted to put together like a clothing line and so many things that I had researched were like, oh, you're going to need this much money to start. You can't start a clothing line or a brand. Unless you start with t-shirts first, especially if it's streetwear inspired and and if you're doing classic clothing like, um, you know, uh, cut and sew clothing, it's even harder to get in. And I was literally like, wow, like with my first child, I I never mustered up the faith that I needed in God when I was in the world to step out on faith. To start my clothing brand But here I am And I had all of the money All of the freedom All of the time in the world To get this thing done But here I am now 31 uh, Married So my time is cut in half right there um, I have I had my first kid When I was 30 Which was last year And I'm literally about to have my second kid in January 13th of this year. Well, really 2020. And it blew my mind. I'm like, what in the world stops us from following our passions? Like, you we have to really be aware of how the devil works, man. Like, that thing that you think you don't have enough money to do, that business, that passion, whatever you're doing... You have to just be, you have to understand that nothing is going to be easy. Everything is going to take proper planning and putting everything together the right way. But if you don't start something, how will you get here? And it takes me even further back because one of the main catalysts of me following my passion here was I used to have a passion for painting in high school. And when I went to college, man, I just stopped painting, stopped drawing. Like my whole creative energy just was like done because I was so heavy on wanting to be this prolific businessman that I threw all my creativity away. Like I just put all of my creative talents in a box and was like, all right, I'm about to put these on the top shelf. I'll come back and get them when I want. And thank God, God didn't take those talents away from me. And they still work really, really well for me. But all of those years, I lost not perfecting my craft, not doing something creative to fulfill me. I became so boring chasing money, chasing the mammon God. Chasing security and financial freedom, that I lost what life was even about. Like, I remember getting to a place where my company, I didn't even have to go out the house no more. And I realized I had nothing to do, there was nothing else to do. Like, once you hit a certain situation where Your money is rolling in, all your bills is paid, all your workers is paid, all the supplies is paid, anything your family needs, all of it's taken care of. That's when most people like go golf because they have a passion for golfing or, you know, they find hobbies. And I realized I had thrown all my hobbies completely away. Like I used to play the bass at the church and some go-go bands in D.C., I had put the base down to follow this business thing. I had stopped drawing, stopped painting. Um, I had stopped, like, creating clothes and all of these different things just to focus on becoming the best business person that I possibly could. And I realized that that was folly. You know, I was a fool for doing those things. Like, I was absolutely foolish. I was absolutely stupid. I should have continued in my passion because when I made room for my passion, my passion opened up doors and gave me moments that it took me getting back to God for him to be like, yo, you need to paint. You need to draw. You need to create. You need to create things. You need to get around other creatives because Right now, where you're at in life is suffocating, absolutely suffocating. All you do is work, come home, take care of the kid, take care of your wife, and that's it. You don't have any release. All you do um, in your spare time, all I did really was play the video game. And before that, before I got even, God sanctified me even more, all I was doing was smoking weed which was just absolute foolishness and a lot of talent and creativity was being lost because I just put my passions on a shelf and was like, I'm about to chase this money. I'll be back. And it's so funny how your passions can open your doors for you. Like I do, I got a painting that I'm doing right now. That's 40 by 30. 40 inches 30 inches 40 wide 30 high and it is a painting that is acrylic and oil mixed so there's texture and depth of color so brilliant that it kind of shocks me like I sit back and I look at it and I only do abstract paintings because I'm an emotional painter. Like, I just like to paint emotionally. Whatever I'm going through at that moment, I just like to give myself the free reign to allow the spirit to just work through me and create. And this last painting that I finished, I did during the journey of um, doing this coat. And one of the reasons that it just brought me to tears when I was in New York, well, really after I came back from New York and I was talking to my wife was that painting, I'm getting that painting turned into fabric to be the lining on the inside of my coat. And it was just such a idea that like wow like the elevation of just a plain coat to have a original piece of art inside of it that I created by hand like it just blows my mind how God can just take everything full circle and I just remember my wife like I didn't even know you painted and I'm like I was just trying to take care of you, and she was just like, yo, you need to paint, you need to paint. And she pushed me, pushed me, pushed me, to paint more, paint more, paint more. And then it just like took over, and then I just was painting, 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 loving it. You know, on Saturdays, just painting. Uh, When the baby go to sleep during the day, taking her naps, painting. You know, just really getting busy with my craft, and now it's made its way into my business. The, the one business I always wanted to do, which was creating a, a clothing line. And it really inspired me and made me thank God that the fasting and the praying broke so many spiritual strongholds that were telling me, just chase the money. Forget about your passions. Don't worry about being creative when God himself is a creator. And we are one of his most brilliant passions. And I just want to leave that with you guys today. Like, whatever that did, whatever that spoke to you, I just want to leave you with that. Because we're in a generation in a time where nobody slows down and thinks about what they're going to do once they bag is right. It's always... I got to get my money, I got to get my money, I got to get my money, I got to get my money. But what happens when money isn't an issue no more? What what drives you to get up out your bed every day? What drives you to create? What drives you to desire more discipline and more character development? What's keeping you from being on the internet doing bad. It's your passion. And that passion is given to you by God. And there's nothing on this world worth. No money, no value, nothing, no person. Nothing on this earth is worth separating you from what God designed you to do. So thank you so much for tuning in to Business Casual. I pray that has inspire somebody who's on the fence about taking a dive into their passions, allowing God to take them on fast, to break spiritual strongholds that won't allow you to enjoy your life. I pray that you, you, I pray that you pray and fast and ask God to re-energize you to do what you are meant to do, to follow that passion that's just been burning, like mine was burning in the background, and I just could never let it go, and I feel so good that I'm following my passions, man, and it's a joy that's unspeakable, and I know it was nothing but God that brought me back to what I was meant to do, and I just pray your strength to be able to do that as well, And with that, I'll close out and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.